We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Jacket from before. That's pretty fire, bro. Yeah, good looks, bro. Tell me about it. What is that? When you're tough, you get the gear. You know? <laughs> when you're nice the like drip guard. When you're nice like that, you get shit like that. Yo, dude. yo. All right, let's do this, right? Because you're one of the people that have helped me with my uh, fashion sense because I didn't have any. No fishnet tank tops and beanies, bro. <laughs> That said no. Shout no, to Finny. No jorts. No, that was me that said that. <laughs> Finny plays. Me, yeah, Finny. Yeah, Finny. Yeah. Finny. Um, no jorts. There's rules, bro. There's cardinal rules. You do not. You do not. You do not cross. There's lines you don't cross. How bad were my fits, like six months ago, and how much have they improved? They've improved. They've improved. You still got work to do. They, I have improved. a lot of work to do. Yeah, yeah, they've improved. You guys make fun of the <laughs> jeans that I have, <laughs> but I have two pairs of jeans. Well, three pairs of jeans. But Yo, it don't make me weak. My shits oh, are from like shit. 2015. I have no fashion sense, son. It's all right, bro. It, and it, I'm getting my sneaker game up, though. Yeah, I'm trying yeah, to catch that, up like with you, bro. Yeah, I know you have true. all the kicks. You'll get there. No, it, it's it's crazy because fashion, it's it's steadily changing, too. Uh-huh. There's trends. There's trendy shit. And then there's, it's just always... And there's something called a fashion pendulum where it's like stuff that was in back in the day or like 10, 15 years ago, decade ago or whatever was out of style it comes back yeah it's it's really it's called the the fashion pendulum you can look it up it's a real thing and it goes back and forth and it swings back and forth so like like baggy was in back in the early 2000s remember like the dc shoes yeah. and like the, the boot cut and the bell bottoms bell bottoms and baggy like loose fit jeans are in now yeah and like remember tight and fitted and all of that was in yep, yep, yep. and now that's like kind of phasing out mm-hmm. and like i roast ralph for wearing tight clothes all the time now <laughs> you know what i mean like you see what i'm saying though it swings back and forth Yo, i'm serious i, I was hanging out with dom one day 
we went out to get dinner and I showed up with like a medium shirt and it was like a nice shirt on me. He's like, yo, what are you doing, bro? Like, come on. He's, he, what size is that? I was like, medium. He's like, bro, you got to wear like large. Like, get out of here. You see what I'm saying? Like, fit yeah. is a good look like back then. Yeah. Like, and the vintage, the vintage wear right? is coming back. Yeah, I know exactly. you're always vintage hunting for these wrestling yeah. shirts now yeah. too. Wrestling. You got to catch enough to do when it comes to that, bro. I got to catch easy, up to you easy. on the sneakers. You got to catch up to me with the wrestling okay. threads. Fair enough, fair Give enough. Give me one, bro. Yeah, no, nah, you got one. it. You got it. <laughs> Uh, any type of vintage though, like uh, music could be like a uh, uh, like I got a Michael a Michael Jackson vintage tee, like uh, Tupac vintage tee, just shit that's cool that I like. Yeah, Elvis, like whatever. Not nah, for sure. That shit's fire, bro. I love the way you dress. Thank you, bro. I appreciate you putting that. out some crazy outfits. I'm like, I don't think I could ever pull that off. And but. it's 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 like expressive too, because like I I am an outgoing person, but I also love to look good too. Mm. Like it's you know it's like it it goes with your. With your appearance, and if especially if you don't know somebody, it's the first thing you see, like, oh wow, like he has like nice sneakers. He cares yeah. about like, himself and like what he wears, yeah, and looking presentable or whatever. Yeah, the sneakers make the fit for sure, or the shoes just in general for sure, absolutely. But you can't have like fire kicks on with some bullshit on either. Like you can't have like a weak yeah, ass tee, yeah. like some mom jeans on or something. You know what <laughs> I mean? You gotta, it's all gotta tie together. Hey man, I wanna, I wanna talk. Um, I I came up with this like segment and this episode. It's um. You know, we're recording this prior to some of the games, but there's some guys that we're going to talk about that are having some really good playoff runs right now. And it's always fun to do like either redrafts or ranking certain players. I love it. And just to see like where where everyone's head's at. And we're going to do like an under 25 draft right now in, okay. in the NBA. It's the heart of the NBA playoffs right now. Now, we're not going to do a full draft like many players. It's only going to be three guys we're going to talk about. But mm-hmm. I'm fascinated to see where we go with this. So the three guys that we have, John ja Morant, who I famously called John ja- J.A. Mar- J. Morante. <laughs> John ja Morante. <laughs> and then Danny Lofriori one time we watching basketball. It was like during the tournament. He goes, hey, man, I didn't know he was Italian. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, hysterical. I don't know why I was calling him that. But it's, it's John ja Morant, Jason Tatum, and Luca. Those three guys. If you were to start a draft, if all of those guys right now, like to start a franchise with, this would mm-hmm. be easier. Who would you say you would take one? That's that's a really, really, really good question. That's really good. Um, damn. They're all so dominant. There's they're, no they're having answer. monster playoffs. Well, I'm gonna be honest with you. You know Luca averages the most points in playoff history. Does he really? Yeah. After his last game where he had thirty five, he averages more than MJ in the playoffs. Wow, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Obviously, but, but it doesn't translate another... to winning either though. Right. So like... But also it's you know, this is what, his third playoff appearance. Mm-hmm. And this I... is MJ's entire career. Yeah. And all these players. But most and he points... just won his first playoff series yeah. too, so um I'd probably go Tatum. Tatum, huh? Yeah, I'd probably go Tatum. I, it's 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 for me. It's between Luca and Tatum. I think John Moran is still it's it, it's his third year, uh, second year. Sorry, third. Sorry, third yeah. year. And um, I I don't know. I feel like he could still improve. Like so the I was, shooting. And, so I was coming into this saying that the the answer has to be Tatum or Luca. Yeah, of course. But it doesn't dismiss John. No, 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 but no. But for not this at all. conversation, it kind of does. And the and what he's been doing so far, thus far this playoffs, I, he he's been playing out of his mind. Question: Do you think it's easier to find good guards than it is to find wings like a Tatum? 
I know Luca is he's built like a wing. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think that? Because I feel like there's a lot of like to use the NFL comparison. Like, I think it's easier to find a running back, a running back, as, as opposed, opposed to, to like a wide receiver. A wide receiver, yeah, that's fair to say. Because think about also like when a player gets hurt in fantasy, right? You're, you're it's week eight in the fantasy season, and you lose your number one wide receiver. Um, D Hop gets hurt, right? Mm-hmm. The guy that steps in for D Hop on that offense with the Cardinals. He's not going to all of a sudden get 12 targets like D-Hop was getting. Mm-hmm. It's going to go to Christian Kirk. You're going to spread it like around. That. You're going to spread it around. Whereas, like, when Zeke goes down, you could pencil in Pollard for 20 touches. So, when you pick up a guy off waivers and you plug him into your lineup, it's like the 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 level of receiver to running back is massive. It's a drop-off, yeah. I, I agree with that because... Not every wing in the NBA is versatile. Mm. Like, a lot of them could do either or. There's a lot of, like, There's, 3 and D guys. Yes, exactly. But they You're, can't, like, drive to the cup. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't they play. Their own shots. Yeah. Exactly. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, so w- when you're talking to something like that, g- give me the wing guy. G- mm. th- give me Tatum. You, you got Luka, again, once-in-a-lifetime talent, too. Uh, Guy's been a pro since 15 years old. Exceptional. I'm not taking anything away from him. But because of that reason, I could do more with Tatum than I can with Luka. Hmm. And Tatum's play style. Don't you think you could do more with Luka than with Tatum? Because Luka also is the point guard. And he can create his own shot. Yes. Obviously, defensively, Tatum is way better. But he needs the ball in his hands every play. Tatum is more off the ball. He does take shots in volume, but he also has another guy who shoots with volume too, Brown, mm. and they they uh, they coincide together. It's hard. You haven't seen you seen a superstar, eh? KP play alongside Luca, and they shipped him out of town a year later, a year yeah. and a half later. Didn't work out. Luca's got to be the man. He needs a ball in his hands, and we're gonna go back to the usage thing. His play style, just because. He's averaged the most points in playoff history. And just because he gets triple doubles and just because he scores 40 points, they're losing. They're not winning. It's not transitioning or translating to winning basketball. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you're asking me if I'm starting a player or starting, a, sorry, if I'm starting a franchise and I'm going to pick a player, it's going to be Tatum. I'm taking Tatum because of that. And he offers more for me in terms of a wing. Not in general. Luka, I think, probably does more. Yeah, better playmaker. His size, he just bullies every point guard. You, you, uh, guards can't guard him. Yeah, you, you automatically at a disadvantage when you, if I'm playing you and I have Luca because my guy's just gonna bully your guy and mm-hmm. you're gonna have to send help or you're gonna have to get a guy who's not supposed to be guarding their position. They're gonna have to guard Luca and come off of their matchup. But the wing. In the NBA, if you have a skilled wing like that, or or a, or a slasher, or Tatum could shoot too. Someone like that, it, it, and he's still he's still in pro. Bro, he's twenty four years old, twenty five years old. I don't even think he hit his prime yet. No, nah, yeah, I think he might even be younger than that, bro. Let me pull that I'm up a, right I'm now. I'm gonna go with twenty four. Because I know he recently was like in uh, he was in South Beach when twenty three. Wow, he's twenty three. Yeah, come on. And what's Luca? Twenty four. No, no, Luca's twenty three. What about Tatum? Tatum is twenty four. Yeah, okay. and then Ja is twenty two. 
Yeah, 22. Mm-hmm. Fucking 1999, son. How wild is that, bro? I'm fucking here 31 years old. This is crazy. That's wild. 30's a new 20, they say, though, so you could go, I don't know. Yo, I feel like you can find, you can find point guards. We're, we're not about to sit here. Trash <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like say we can find point guards that that, jo- that do what John Morant does, and, and Luka does. Especially, especially what uh, as Knicks fans we haven't seen a point guard. Oh, in are you kidding me? The, our fucking last point guard was that was good was Jason Kidd at 38 years old. Yeah, it was when the Knicks were going to the playoffs and winning. <laughs> fucking Pablo Prigioni, come on, give me a break. No, nah, but I, and I say that not trashing those guys, like taking anything away from them. Yeah, it's just Tatum. Uh, he's very mature. He's very mature. And he, I think he gets the advantage because he trained with Kobe. He's a Kobe disciple. Mm. Him, Kyrie, Devin Booker, those guys, they were like a, they would train in the summer. together. It's the last of a dying breed, too. You know what I'm saying? So you ain't going to get that again. A, a lot of that uh, ties into that, too, in my decision, too. Yeah. Yeah, man. I feel like I would probably lean towards Luka okay. because I think what you said about him being a guard and guards can't guard him. Mm-hmm. I think that's huge. And with the usage, I like that the ball's in his hand. I think it's not translating to wins, not because of him, though. Yeah, it's yeah, because of fine. everything else, right? That's fine. And I love what you said about how they tried it with KP and it didn't work out. And I love what Dallas did. They're like, yo, we're not going to try to beat a dead horse. Mm-hmm. Like That shit ain't working. Let's get yeah. him out of here and try some new shit, you know? But I do think that Ja would go last in this discussion. Yeah. And it's not a slight to him one bit. I would probably go Luca and then Tatum because of the size and how ball dominant he is. Like, I trust, not that I don't trust the ball being in Tatum's hand. It's weird, man. I feel like I'm saying these things and I, I'm, I'm just picturing Tatum too. And I'm like, fuck, but it's Tatum. You got the first one. Look at Tatum's size and what he does defensively mm-hmm. also. So I would give the edge to Tatum defensively without a doubt. He's a two-way player. So the two-way player aspect, yeah, man. But then the guard is such a crucial position too. It's it is. But so my thing is also, right? Game so, on the line, who do you trust more? Tatum. Yeah? Give me Tatum. I think Tatum makes that shot more than Luka does. A game winner, without a doubt. Um. Mm. um what I was going to ask you was, when do you give up? Like, when do you like? So you, you right? You, you you're in Mark Cuban's position or, or whatever. You're general manager of the Mavericks, and it didn't work out with KP. You shipped him out. Who do you know to go for next? And when do you know enough's enough? And maybe Luca's the issue, or not? I don't want to say Luca's the issue, but who do you know is going to fit with? How will you figure out who's going to fit with him, and and how that's going to work out? Because you're going to say you're taking Luca, and they already tried it because he needs the ball in his hands, similar to Harden with the usage. Like I said, it's not translating to winning. Yeah. So, how do you go about that? It can't be another guard. It would have to be probably a big, like a versatile big, like a guy who, you know, who might be dope with him. Like Carl Anthony Towns would be someone that would be nice with him. Now you're talking. Like that would be a guy, like a player of that mold, or uh, and like a Bam. Mm-hmm. Bam. I was gonna say Embiid. Imagine Embiid, him. Embiid. Yeah, but it would never happen. I, right. I'm thinking like like those guys might not also go. There's they're not rumored to be leaving, but 
I would have to think of it being a a, a big, a versatile big that could get his own bucket. That's got, why Cat came to mind first. I got one for you. What about LeBron playing with Luka? How do you think that would be? Man, the thing about LeBron is that he just makes everyone have to play his way. So, and I don't know, like... That's true. Can he play someone else's way? He would have to. He knows to. I mean, I he bro, he just came off second in the league in scoring at 37 years old. He's not showing any signs of, of slowing down. Yeah. But, I mean, kid's yeah, 23 be, and you're 37. Like a healthy AD would be dope with Luka. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's we're, we're kind of saying the same things. Though. Right. Like that's, that's the player that I think would be. And you know what's whack is, like, you know, oftentimes you'll see, like, with Team USA, you'll see certain guys play together. Mm-hmm. And you can't use the All-Star game as an example because no one tries in the All-Star game, right? Mm-hmm. But with like a Team USA, you could see certain guys playing together and you're like, yo, you know what? That would, that would look dope. dope if Kyrie and Durant played together or if AD and LeBron played together. But wait, what are you going to do that with Slovenia? You ain't you, doing that shit with them. You know who Team USA's best player was? Tatum. Yeah. Tatum, I- Tatum gives credit to Durant for the last time they played Team USA together. He was like, yo, there was like a play. I heard him talking about it on the pod. He's like, there was a play where I came down the wing and uh, I had the ball. In my, I came down the wing and Durant played it to me. And then I was wide open for the shot. He's like, in Boston, I take that shit 100 times out of 100 times. But with Team USA, I passed it up. And Durant pulled me to the side and was like, yo, dude, you can't do that. Like, we need you to. Mm-hmm. Like, we're running shit for you for a reason. Yeah. And that's when he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> morning yeah about time yeah yo but that's why that goes back to my initial um argument with taking tatum over luca he's easier to build around he's more seamless it's a seamless transition for him like i could play with anybody there's you don't have to think about that when you draft someone like tatum as opposed to drafting to luca doesn't matter what style you want to play so i feel like tatum could play any yeah style. it seems like you prefer the guy that is off ball yeah, because it's more. He could play on ball too. Yeah, but right, it's right. more welcoming to right. go play with a Tatum than can, it is with. Can Luka. I give you a fair example? And this this comparison isn't far fetched at all. Because in reality, after Tatum wins MVP next year, you're gonna see it's actually a lot closer than what people see for what it is now. But like Durant, right? When Durant left and to go to Golden State, and how seamlessly he transitioned into that team, no other superstar could do that. And and just gel with another team and just win a championship like that. You know, it's yeah, it's easy to do. You got all these pieces and all these great players. It's not easy to do. People just think because you join forces, boom, you can win a championship. It doesn't work like yeah. that. Like if Harden was to go to Golden State, they probably would have struggled because exactly. he's so ball dominant. Tatum, I get what you're saying. Kate, Tatum could do. It's easier to say that yeah, because it's a hypothetical kind of like idea. But Tatum could do that. I think because his playing style is so is so seamless. Like it, it doesn't take much. You know, he takes his shots. He's on the ball. He's off the ball. He could play. He's effective either way. Mm. Defends. Plays both ends of the floor. Guards well for his position. Shoots the three ball respectively. You know what I mean? No, I do, man. That, I do. That'd I'm, be my reasoning. Yeah. And I can't agree with you. I have to. You know, you say right. I have to say left. Yeah. Because if we just agreed on everything. Yeah. 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 Man, uh, it's funny because when I wrote down this list on my notes right here, Ja was the first name I put down, and we just completely just dismissed Ja. He's, he's got a lot to do, though. Yeah. He's he's a baby. He's only three years in the NBA. He's he, you know what I mean? Come on, Tatum's had battles with LeBron. Tatum's flushed it on LeBron in the fight in in in, in the yeah. in the playoff. You know they've had battles. These guys. He's made the Luka conference t- finals three of the last five years too. The Celtics. You see what I'm saying? And Luca, 
it's 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 different with Luca because Luca's been a pro since he was 14, 15 years old, and the play his playing style shows in his game. Ja still a little out of control and still gotta polish some stuff yeah. up. He'll be back, and he's a name to be to be reckoned with for for time to come. I'll but, tell you this: uh, if we're talking about lists, my number one pick for a guy I want to go see in person. Ja, absolutely. Right now in Abs- the league, absolutely, no question, no questions asked. Yeah. I told you that he's my one of my favorite players in NBA to watch right now. It's just D-Book and him probably. Yeah. Without a doubt. He's, he's you just got, insane. I, I'm just trying to be fair here and, and give you my honest like thoughts and opinions on it. Because if it was the case, I would just say jaw and then. So Tatum for you, Luka for me. Yeah. I'm fascinated to, to hear what, what, what the fans think. Um, or, listen, or people, to, listen to the points I'm making, yeah. though, before you jump but, down my throat because you watch hoops through Instagram or Twitter or wherever you watch it. Watch the games. Also, also, I feel like I want to see if anyone defends Ja on this one, too. It'd be fascinating to see some points. Absolutely. Yo, let's stay with this theme, though, of like picking and ranking guys because this is these three players might sound random to everyone, like why we're grouping them together, but we were having these conversations for a couple weeks in our group chat. Yeah. And it's pool. Harrow and Maxi. Who do you think is the best of the bunch and why? That's not so for I think honestly that's not random to group those three guys together because those are all six men candidates. Well, Maxi was until the trade happened or whatever, but those are all young upcoming second third year players right. that are making impacts on are huge teams. huge impacts right, on that's potential fair. championship winning teams. Yeah. So those are they all belong in the same category and they're all f- f- they're all really really close together. But I would go pool I would go pool 1. Mm. Just because I think he was most improved what we were spoken about. Um guys a stud. He was in the G League last year. Um he Now question, how much of his success is it being in the system with Golden State? Because to me, I wouldn't take pool one because I feel like, yo, remember when Curry went down and like Damon Lee was getting big minutes and like being productive? I'm not comparing Pro- the two. Productive, but productive to you is what, 12 points? Like it's not easy to score yeah, 30 not, points in an NBA game. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I would reconsider your. But your, I think the, the infrastructure of the system in Golden State is one of the reasons why pool is also as good as he is. His play, bro. His his playing style is getting a bucket. Mm. You get a bucket on the Bobcats. It doesn't matter what team he's playing on. He's gonna get thirty. He can score the basketball. He he's that good. I would go. So if we were ranking them, I would go Pool, Harrell, Maxi. I go Pool, Harrell, Maxi, and I think Harrell's closer to Pool than Maxi is to Harrell. Even though Maxi's been playing out of his mind. See, MP and I, uh, we disagree because he goes Pool, Maxi, Harrell, and. My thing is, Harrell won six man of the year. Mm-hmm. And so far, thus far throughout the series, Harrell's played, outplayed Maxi both of those games so far. So, I mean, if, if he was better than him, wouldn't you think that he'd be outplaying him? But I, I think it's pool one. I think it's comfortable. I'd be confident enough to say that pool would be number one in that, in that situation. And you can attest it to the system if you, if you want to. But I think that speaks volumes of his growth and his skill level. The fact that you have Clay Thompson and, and Steph Curry feeding this guy the ball and say, "Hey, and letting dude, the don't, run, offense run through yeah, him." Yeah, don't pass this shot up. We need you to take that. Could you imagine the two greatest shooters in the history of the game telling you, "Yo, you shoot that. I don't. I can't shoot that. You got to shoot that. That that's your shot." 
Yeah, it's, it's funny. Uh, Draymond Green on his pod was talking one time. No, he was on Uninterrupted, uh, the shop. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how he gets heat from like people in the media and sports pundits and fans. Like, yo, you're not shooting the open three. He's like, yo, if I have a chance to pass the ball up to the two greatest shooters of all time, like, I'd rather them take the shot absolutely. than me take the shot. Absolutely. He can make that shot, though, but he's absolutely right. Right. But then it's funny to hear on the flip side how Curry and Clay want Poole to take those shots. When he's open but and that, that trust that they have. You don't think that has to do with skill? You think that has to do with the system? You no, think no, no. you he's think any player skill. can can come in and then have that and that type of that type of confidence that gives him. Yeah. That he could play at a level like that. You so yeah. who who do you have over him? Harold Harold over him? Yeah, I would probably say Hero over him. I'd say Hero, but then you could also say the same thing about him too, because like the Miami infrastructure is great. Like it's not some like slapdick franchise or right they're a team that's developed players too like they develop bam they drafted bam you know they find duncan robinson and you know he signed the biggest contract for a guy that was undrafted i think it means more for the warriors because they won a championship they won a couple of championships and the heat have been there i'm talking about in the last like like recently yes yeah well they also made a finals though in the bubble yeah. And developing the players. Well, that's why I put Harrow ahead of Maxi because of how he played in the bubble, Harrow in the, sure. in, in the finals. Yeah. And then that series he had against Milwaukee. And he's won an accolade already. Six man of the year. Yeah. I think it's pool is a clear one. Clear one. If you watch, it's it's a clear one. I don't even think it's up for debate. So you really think he gets buckets on any yeah, team? Hell yeah. So you would want to pay him? Absolutely. I'll pay him right now. I'll take him on the Knicks in a fucking heartbeat. Yeah, I mean, I would take him on the Knicks, too. I'm, we sound desperate, but I, I wouldn't just take anybody on the Knicks. I, I'm at that point where it's like, yo, I'll take anybody. But I, right. obviously, it can't be anybody. Because well, the fascinating thing about Golden State is they don't need to pay him yet. So, they'll, they again, developing and drafting players and finding players yep. and allowing them to flourish in your system, yeah, you got to have game. That goes without saying. But I think... That's what makes Golden State such a well-run organization because they can find these guys, take their time with them, develop them, and then you get them on these cheap contracts. Like, yo, for as much shit as they got when they got the rant, one of the main reasons why is because they drafted Draymond, they drafted Clay, they drafted Curry, and they got the blessing of the Curry ankles early on mm-hmm. where the year they he won MVP, his first one, he was making like $15 million a year. When he was playing, like, the fucking MVP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then that's why you could go out there and trade for Durant or get Durant to sign with you. It's crazy. It's wild. So Some organizations just get it. They just, yeah. they just don't miss. And, well, I don't want to say don't miss because Wiseman, they wasted a draft pick, essentially. Like, what's happening with him? No one knows, yeah. He was supposed to come back. His, his, um, his rehab got set back, and he's just out now for the remainder of the playoffs. They said he's just out. They ruled him out. But what happens with him? He comes back next year. Well, what are you going to do with him? Are you going to look to move him? But how do you know what type of player he is? How do you know he's going to be healthy? Where do you look to send him? And if I'm a team looking at him, how do I know I even want him? How do I know he's even healthy enough and like and like what do I expect from this guy? Hero, what is what do you think his ceiling is? Like what do you think how good do you think he could be? Or is this like as good as he gets? Like, do you think his he's ceiling young. is... No, yeah. He's young. No, he's young. These guys are so young. I couldn't even tell you. I couldn't even tell you. Yo, bro, Jordan Poole could be like the next Ray Allen. You remember when Ray Allen first started on the Bucks And he wasn't just a three-point specialist, and he was a he was a bucket getter. Like, he would, he would 
cross you up, go to the lane, and throw it on you. Like, he, he could be that, maybe not as explosive as, as Ray Allen was at that age. But in terms of just getting to the basket, and be, like, he could be that. He mm. could be that. Yeah. Jordan, uh, Jordan Poole, without a doubt, could be that, if not better. Because he has more skill, I think, to his game than Ray Allen did at that age. Like, these guys, there's no telling. There's no limit on any of their potential because because how young they are. Yeah. Uh, Maxi just had 35 points in a playoff game. Second-year player. You know what I mean? His team needs him and beads out. He goes out and scores 35. That's big. That's big. They lost, but that's big for, for a kid like that. Same thing with Harrow. And, and playing against LeBron, going toe-to-toe with LeBron. He, LeBron with was the, the best mark. player on the Lakers. He's the best player on the Heat in that in that finals. Yeah, yeah. Call a spade a spade. You had Jimmy Butler. He didn't play. I mean, he played well, but he Harrow was their best player, in my opinion, in that finals. And then that series he put together on the road in Milwaukee in those big games, too, in the Eastern Conference Finals when they beat Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm excited to see the NBA's in good hands, man. I'm, no, I'm, I keep are. thinking every day because LeBron's close to retirement and how much he's going to be missed. And but NBA is definitely in good hands. Yeah, it's bro. There's always just talent coming. Like even if you don't, same shit with the quarterbacks. Yo, there's mad good quarterbacks in the league right now. Yeah, hell yeah. And they're all under 25 years old. We could do the same shit with quarterbacks. Yep. But you're worried about like, oh, what's going to happen when Ben retires and Breeze retires and Brady retires, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, look at all this new shit that's coming in. Yeah. It's the same thing with the talent in the league. There's some kid right now in, in high school that we're not even paying attention to. That's the next bit, next one also. Like, yeah. Shit just, it's always evolving. And how the game's changed and like technology and nutrition and shit. I was just going to say you beat me to it. The game's steadily evolving and always changing. Um, it, it's, it's pretty fascinating. The, the speed of the game, the size of the players that are playing the game, they're getting bigger, stronger, faster. Anything else you want to talk about these guys in particular? No, I think we pretty much covered everything. Let's open up with Tyler Hero because this next one, I want to talk about to pay or not to pay. I remember talking about, I ever told you the Jamal Murray effect? Hmm. So remember Jamal uh, Jamal Murray, um, the uh, the bubble year mm-hmm. prior to him getting his extension, and he was cooking. When him they had that huge game against H- Utah, him and like Mitchell going back and forth. The conversations like, "Yo, give him a max, give him a max, pay him," and it's like, "Yo, it all sounds good, but I would never want to pay a Jamal Murray that much money because he is a little inconsistent." So it became a thing where, like, Jamal Murray, the Jamal Murray effect is, like, there's some times where you watch a Nuggets game and you're like, yo, this guy's, like, a top five guard in the league. And then there are other times, like, holy shit, they're going to have to pay him and it's going to be a rough contract to try to get rid of. Now, was it inconsistency or was it injury? No, this is prior to him getting hurt, which we haven't seen him since. Yeah. But I'm saying this is, nah, this was inconsistency. This is when he was, like, like you were saying about the guys we just discussed, mm-hmm. this is him still being super young. He was like 22, 23 at the time. Yeah. But I'm saying it was just the highs were really high, but then the lows were really low. And I don't want that if I'm giving a guy a, a max. I think you've seen him play at his best on his highest level, at his full potential in the bubble when they had that series against Utah. And based off of that series, I think without a doubt he deserves a max. After that series... Then uh, he went ahead and he tore his ACL, and, you know, the rest happened after that. But he was well on his way to getting a max contract after that, just off of that series. 
we just dropped back to back 50, 50 point games or something ridiculous like that. Without a doubt, he deserves he deserved the max contract. Prior to that, yeah, he's inconsistent. He was a young player. You got to get these kids a chance to grow. That's why rookie contracts exist. So you're not dishing out all this money, and it ended up biting you in the ass on the other side. The guys we're going to discuss here is pay or not to pay. These guys are going to be due for contract extensions, and they're probably, for the most part, might be getting a max, I think at least, especially if they continue to evolve. And if it's the theme of what you've been saying, like all these guys are also under 25 years old for the most part. Let's start off with Tyler Hero. When it's time to pay Tyler Hero, do you think Miami does? Would you feel comfortable giving him a max? Yeah. Oh, man. It, you could make arguments for both sides because you got guys like Michael Conley and Chandler Parsons that got max contracts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Of course, if you're comparing him to them, he deserves it. Not even close. He deserves $200 million compared to those guys. Um, I'm going to go pay him. I'm going to go pay him. He won six man of the year. He's showing steadily improvement every year. See, uh, but like right now, he doesn't deserve it. How old is he? Tyler Hero? Yeah. I'll tell you right now. Tyler Hero is 22. You can't give it. Oh, I guess you could. And when is he due for it? After next season. If he improves, if if he has, if he puts up better numbers, because I guarantee you, pull up his numbers right now. He's he's drastically improved every season. Every every year, his numbers are up, except the year after the bubble, he had the drop off, and then he picked those numbers back up again this year. So the, uh, it's it's good that that worked out like that. Thirteen his rookie year, fifteen his second year, twenty this season. Numbers never lie. Yeah, based off of that. And next year, if he's on that track, yes, he deserves to get paid a max contract. I, I do believe that, yes. I don't know, man. I don't know if I want to. Like, a max contract would be north of $30 million. Paying Tyler Hero north of $30 million? But is he, is he what is he, their third best player? He's their best offensive player. Gotta look at it like that. Good point. He's their best offensive Cause player. Because I, I think I would I would go Bam Butler and then him. He's their best offensive player. No, no, not from offense. I'm oh, talking yeah, about yeah, like yeah, the yeah, best yeah, player yeah, yeah. on the team. I'd go Butler first, then Bam, then then him. Yeah. I feel like, yo, if I'm gonna give you a max, you gotta be able to be an all star or an all NBA guy. It's a good point. That's a good point. Because how many max can you have on a team? Two? Two, yeah, tops. Two to be able to build a team around you. If you yeah. get three, you it's get like three. you need people on the you, VM. You're playing, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like you you got to get guys. You're playing are, with like Udonis Haslam and shit. Yeah. yeah. You know, so if he's going to be one of your three max guys or one of your two max guys, it's like that's how I'm approaching this. Or I don't know, man. I don't know if I'd feel comfortable. I, I'd still give it to him because he, I think he's coming into his own to where they're going to try, I don't know, essentially build the team around him. But again, he's 22 years old. 
you got to see how next year plays out and what happens with the rest of this year. Right now, it's it's hard to make a decision on that. I'm just trying to give you an honest answer. Say the Heat win it all. And this NBA Finals, he averages 25 points. You'll be changing your opinion on him rather swiftly, wouldn't you think? Yeah. Because you've seen it. And then at that point, it's... On the highest stage. He's performed at the highest level before. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, if you're looking at it like that, and, and, and what's going to happen with Butler? You're going to keep Butler? You're going to let Butler go? What's up with Bam? Is Bam staying? Are you going to, like, build around these guys that you drafted with? And then is a guy like Butler just going to be the vet guy that you bring that's the big free agent name that you're just going to keep, you know, like, leasing? Like, are you building around these core guys? Because if you're building around these core guys, then obviously, yeah, he's going to be a max player, I think. He's deserving of it. Mm. If he's producing and every year he's getting better, why not? Yeah. No, that's a fair assessment. It also depends what the rest of the roster looks like, which you take into account. Also, Butler, at the time when this conversation might be going down in two years, maybe he's not. Maybe he's a shell of himself, and he's not commanding the max money that he once was getting. He's – I love him. Hell of yeah. a basketball player. I don't know. He's kind man. of been proven right from his stints in, you know, like the Chicago fallout, the Minnesota fallout, Sixers. Look at them now. And then he goes to Miami, and he's surrounded by an organization that knows what's going on and has dealt with big personalities in the past. And it's kind of vindicating, for him at least. Yeah, that's a good point. But you look at all those places, and he's like, oh, you can't win without me, and they've been successful without him. Except the Bulls, that was different. But I'm saying Minnesota, Philly, he chose to leave those places because he just didn't feel like he fit. And they ended up being better without him. Have they? The Wolves, absolutely. Drafted Anthony Edwards. They were in the playoffs this year. They were in the play-in. No, they they were in the playoffs. Yeah, they were in the playoffs. They're eight seed. Yeah, they were in the playoffs. Sixers ended up getting Harden. They ended up better off without him. Absolutely. You don't think both of those teams are better now than, than they were when Jimmy Butler was there? I think it's not even close. Minnesota, yeah, because they finished higher. Like they finished as a seven seed this year. They yeah. were the eight seed. It was like the first. I remember they were like popping champagne. It was the first time they made the playoffs that year. But I think at the time when he was saying all the shit that he was saying about those teams, like you see, like the fallout with Ben Simmons. So like, there's a lot of truth to some of the things he was saying. Is is yeah. what I'm getting at. Yeah, that's fair. The next player on this list, Jalen Brunson. Ready for this? NBA. Reference has him north of $28 million is what he will command in the open market this offseason. I could already tell you now what his agent's going to tell any team that meets with them in terms of like free agency this summer. First thing he's going to say is look at his numbers without Luka and look at his numbers with Luka. Mm-hmm. And he's going to use that as a, as, a, as a building point to get as much money as he possibly can. And he has every right to. Now, can he do that? And are you going to do that and be the starting point guard? And, and are you going to be a table setter where you're just getting guys involved and kind of just, you know, at, you know, average 11 points, eight assists, three rebounds a game? Are you going to go be a killer and be a main focal point of the offense and average like north of 15 points a game same amount of it you know what i mean like what what am i going to get out of you 
because he showed both. I, I, it's hard to play with Luca because he, you know, his usage and he he's got the ball in his hands all the time. And Brunson plays point guard, and he's an undersized point guard at that. So for him to play off the ball is a little tricky. He can shoot the ball. His numbers actually shooting three point. I think he only shot thirty something percent this year from three. He's not that good of a three point shooter this year. His numbers were down. So check my- check this out, right? He averages in his career eleven point nine points, right? Mm-hmm. This year he averaged sixteen points per game. Jalen Brunson this season in seventeen games without Luca, more power to your your point over here, twenty, seven, and three. Well, four rebounds, three point nine rebounds a game. So you're right. His agent's gonna be like, "Yo, look what happens if he don't got Luca out there." He's gonna get hogging up shit. He's gonna get a max. I give him a max. 17 games isn't enough, though, for me to give you a max. I'm, I'm thinking right now, I'm thinking right now from, from a GM, I'm sorry, I, I was just, I was role-playing. If I'm an yeah. agent, this is what no. I'm doing. If I'm a GM, this is what I'm doing. That's exactly what I would say, too. It's not worth seven, 17 games. I need to see more. How about I give you this in two years, and then you come back and talk to me? And if you do these again, I'll give you your max. That's how that's going to go. If I, was a, if I was a GM for the Knicks, that's how I would do it. And, right. I would, and I wouldn't offer you a max. I'd give you a, I'd give you a decent amount of money though. I'd probably match any offer you got. I would be comfortable giving him a contract like Fred VanVleet got. I feel like it's and I think the... I think Fred VanVleet's way better than he is. Yeah, I think he's way better than he but is. But they kind of similar play for sure. That's as, a very good comparison. As far as how they they are to their teams too, it's a very very fair comparison. I like that a lot. So actually, I would. I would say let's look that up. What his contract is, because I feel like I'd be comfortable with that. He got paid though, yeah. Fred VanVleet, twenty one a year. Yeah, twenty one a year as opposed to the north of twenty eight thirty. I think is a big difference. Yeah, I, that's just people like I said watching basketball through social media. He played out of his mind, but you really think he's worth a, a, a max contract for seventeen games? Yo, I would be like the the harshest GM ever, bro, because I I would just look and be like, yo, I don't think you could be an all-star or on the all-NBA team. I'm not giving you a max. I just can't. It's going to set us back. Yo, look at some of the contracts now out there. It's a really, really fair point. It's impossible to trade them. Yeah. No one's going to want to take that. You got to give up draft picks in order to be like, yo, yo, can you take the John Wall contract? I know Wall got hurt, but I'm saying like, you know, Damian Lillard now. It looks like a bad contract, bro. He's gonna make he's gonna make forty eight million dollars when he's thirty six years old. Like that's, I feel for that guy though. That's he's gonna be those are some tough decisions. But then you're in incident like yo, you know who had balls? Charlotte when they let Kemba go. Yeah, remember when Kemba left? There was rumblings of like knee injury, like uh, tendonitis. And remember you were telling me that. But they had they were in a weird spot because he had made an All NBA team, which triggered like the uh, the supermax. Which was going to be like an extra $40 million. But what do you do if you're Charlotte? Do you not pay him? And then your, your crowd is like, yo, what are we going to go watch Charlotte for? Look, worked out for them because now they got LaMelo. They got LaMelo. They have a, a, it's a funner team. But at the time, it's like, fuck, man, what do you do here? Those are two guys I'd give them max right now, LaMelo and Anthony Edwards. I'd give both of them right now a max. Well, contract. yeah, they're, they're the best players on their team, too. That's also true. That's well, good Anthony point. Edwards, not yet, but like, yeah, you see, you see. What I would say up. Anthony Edwards is the best player on that team. You think he's better than Cat? 
it's close. I can make an argument for it's sure. Very close. It's yeah, close. Yeah. It's closer than most people think. But yes, yeah. fair. Lamelo, I would yeah, I would say that yeah, too. It's not even close. But you see what I'm saying though? Like yeah. they're they're clearly the best players on their team. The uh, Where the guys that we're discussing now, it's like, yeah, Hero's the best offensive player on the Heat, but overall, he's not. And then I would like Lamelo. He's going to be an All Star many times through. Anthony Edwards, the same shit. So to me, like those guys, yeah, no hesitation. Right now, I'll give it to him. Yeah. But I'm talking about the guys that are like the fringe kind of scenarios. What do you think about giving DeAndre Ayton a max contract? He's a guy who hasn't been paid yet. He's a guy who went into the very disgruntled coming into the season. Phoenix historically doesn't like playing paying their guys. There's been times in the past where guys just up and left. What do you make of DeAndre Ayton? Twenty three years it's, old. It's tough because he's going into a contract year this year. Mm-hmm. He's, this was his contract. Year. Yeah, this was. Um, damn, it's a good one. That's a good list you put together. Thanks, man. I try, you know. Hey. Um, shit ain't a coincidence. <laughs> Reason why you do it. Um, I, I would, I'd probably get back to you on that and see how the rest of these playoffs play out, and that would weigh a lot because obviously you know postseason play means and weighs a lot more into a player's career. Like when I compare the playoff stats versus the regular season stats the playoff stats weigh a lot more. And then you could also pull up on StatMuse his numbers without Booker or his numbers without... Who else am I thinking? Who else got Chris Paul? Well, Chris Paul benefits him, actually, more than anybody because it's Chris Paul and he's going to look to get you the ball. But if you, you know, he could go ahead and say, hey, look at my numbers without Booker. Points are up. Uh, everything else is up uh, field goal percent, whatever the case may be. Um, the thing with Aiton is, remember he had that issue with um, the banned substance and he got himself banned for 50 games and half of the season. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm a GM, again, looking through a GM's lens, if I'm a general manager and I'm going to give you a max contract, I have to be able to trust you. For you to do some something not smart like that and jeopardize... And set us back a season because of that. Like, I can't... Like, can I trust you going forward? Like, are you worth that? Like, are you going to do that again? How do I know you're not going to do that again? You, you're going to tie our franchise up. Like, we're trying to win. You know, we were in the finals last year. We could potentially go back this year. Now, if I'm giving you a max contract, I'm putting all my chips on the table for you right now. And this four-year window that we have to, to win a championship while Chris Paul's still with us kind of thing. You know, you got to be honest. Yeah. Like, like the production, I guess, when he plays is there, but he's also inconsistent. Hmm. Uh, I'd have to wait and see how this played out. But right now, as of now. Now, the issue with them is, like, how much money do they have to give up, though? That's also true. Because they signed Bridges prior to the season starting. Remember, it was Bridges and Aiton that they had contract issues that they had to get with. Bridges now is making $21 million. I'm looking at it right now. Yo, who do you say is the biggest cap hit in the NBA, if you had to guess? D- does, really quick, because I don't want to lose that point. He's the third best player on that team, too, to your credit. Bridges? He, no, Aiton. Oh, Aiton. 
and he's not going to make an all-star team and he's not going to be an all-NBA player either. Mm. So as of now, I'm not giving him the, uh, I'm not giving him a max deal. And he hasn't won any accolades. At least like Harold, my point was he's 22. He has the upside. He shows that every year he gets better and he's won the six man award. You see in terms of if this was like the stock market, the trajectory of like the company you're investing in or like the player you're investing investing in, it's only going to get better over time so far. It's only three years, but it's you see it there. Aiton is like this. Yeah, it's, it's rocky. There's ups and downs. You know, he's he got suspended fifty games, uh, inconsistent play here and there, whatever the case may be. The biggest cap hit in the NBA is it the Suns? No, no, like the player. The, oh, the player. Yeah, it's a good, it's a great player. So it's not like who do you think makes the most money against the cap? I feel like I know this. Harden or Durant? You named two of the top five, but you didn't name the top one. Fuck, I know it. I know it because I feel like I just seen this the other day too. I was just I was just researching something and I saw it the other day. Um, Curry. Yeah. Duh. Sorry. Took me a little bit, but you know I'll get it. Curry one. Number two, John Wall. Number three, John James Harden. Wall. That's a fucking good one, John Wall, too. Who would think that? Russ, number four, and then Durant, number five, and then your boy LeBron, number six. But, yo, check this out. In 2025, 2026, 59.6 million for Curry. He'll be 37. Butler's going to be 36. He's third on the list, 52 million. I look Rudy at it. Gobert, forty six million. Oh. Shout out MP. Rudy Gobert. Man, yo, you know who they're projecting to be in the top ten? Who we can we can just throw him on the list right now? SGA. You know that's my guy. You when love I talk him, about, when I talk about players, bro. Oh you my love god, him. he's a. They max. have him he projected to be a top ten salary cap hit in twenty twenty five. Factoring in what website are you using? Basketball reference? Uh, Spot Track. You gotta send me. I didn't know about that. Yo. That's that's good shit right there. Spot Rack, excuse me. I they're, like that. They're uh, they're amazing. If like if that. you're into like, if you're into looking up contracts and what your team can spend yeah, on cap hits, it got all the sports across the board. They're amazing. Uh, I know the guy that runs the website too. He's he's a good dude. Oh, and, nice. Uh, yeah, it's fucking insane. Anytime I talk about contracts, I have this up. I have to because then it's like you get it like to the bone. That's dope. And it has cap hits. It has total cash. It has bonuses. Uh, dead money if they're traded. You that, can find everything. That's really cool. S-P-O-T-R-A-C.com. Cheap plug. They're not paying, but they do some really dope shit. Definitely going to check that out. Uh, Aiton, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm not giving him the max. No. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. But he is the ideal center for what they want to do. Of course. So that's factoring into it. But also, yo, you have to make some tough decisions as an organization. Remember when the the Thunder got rid of Harden because they wanted to keep Ibaka as a big because they saw Westbrook and they wanted to keep Westbrook over Harden because, all right, we, we, we have these two guards, which is dope. Let's go with Russ because at the time, Russ was better and we needed a big in Ibaka. So that's how that team got blown up when it got blown up i wouldn't give i wouldn't give eight and one um sga bro let's end with him that guy is he's a problem man yeah he him and uh giddy yeah josh giddy josh giddy he's dope he's so dope. i remember i bet him to have a triple double in the garden 
But then yeah, I also yeah, bet yeah, the and, and SGA was out. Yeah, and then I also bet the game under and it went over. Yeah, getting a triple double was not good enough for me. OKC is loaded with assets, yeah. like loaded. Like they had, not only do they have talent, they have young talent. They have draft draft picks out the ass. Yeah, and they're just stacked for the next couple of years. I just hope. Well, they've done the right thing to set themselves up. I hope they capitalize on it because that's a team like I like to see when OKC does good. They were an expansion team, you know. They were new. If OKC is good and they and they play their cards right, they could be they could be in the playoffs within the next couple of years, like if they keep SGA. Um, yeah, he's well deserving of that money. I'd give him a super max contract, and it sucks because he's not considered for any awards or he's not an All NBA or an All Star because of how bad the Thunder are and they tank every year because the I, the talent on the roster and they they trade everybody away and traded everybody away and whatever the case may be but i i think over time you'll see cuz he's still young too he's 23 yeah yeah same thing with him every year he's getting better you give him the max don't you have to if you're Oklahoma City too you can't always just get picks right like you have to have a building block and why not him you know who OKC reminds me of minus the 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 accolades like the championships and stuff the Miami Marlins, the Florida Marlins. You know where I'm going with this? Mm, keep you going when they beat the Yankees in 2003. Yeah. And they blew the whole team up after they won. Yeah. They also did that when they won it the first time too. When they beat the Indians in '97. Yeah. And they blew the whole team up. And they just continually just get this talent because Miami's right next to Cuba, and like they get all those young yeah. Spanish players to come through through there, and then they it's incredible how they do it. Well, yo, don't you remember? Uh, many years ago, it used to be like the 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 AAA affiliate for the Yankees used to be like the Kansas City Royals and like the the, the Padres, like these like low budget teams, and the Yankees would just come in and like get players from them. Yeah, and shit would happen all the time, and even like. Certain teams did that with, uh, with like the Astros before they really popped off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I see where you're going, but it, it's hard to compare them to the Cause, Marlins because they the didn't win. I'm just yeah. talking about in terms of the talent that they had and that they've had, and then they let go. Oh yeah, that's what I'm. Oh, talking. and then yeah. like revamping yes, now. Yes, yes, nah, yes, yes, yeah, for sure. I think if you're, would you rather be the Thunder right now or the Knicks, bro? <sighs> I'd rather be the Thunder. Thunder. I don't even think it's close. That's why I huff and puffed because you got a guy like Randall. And he thinks he's way better than he actually yeah, is. Yeah, and, and you've paid him now, so he's... And we can't win with him. You can't, no. We hit our peak. That was the ceiling with him. Yo, I wouldn't have... I wouldn't have... After that playoff performance, I wouldn't have paid him. No. I would have rather just been... But you know what happens, right? As And you know this as a New Yorker. We're starving to be good. Bye. We we exceeded expect no I know yeah that's how that's how a good team would I do want it. SGA on the Knicks the Knicks have to find a way to make that happen and you start building around a guy like that twenty three years old and get rid of Barrett get rid of Randall like come on let's nah I think he stays in uh... Barrett no I oh think, oh SGA stays yeah. yeah they know they know and he he's been traded three times already he was yeah. on, he was on the Clippers whose other team he was on I think just the Clippers because they gave him up to bring Paul George there. Can you pull that up really quick? Because I'm yeah, going sure. crazy. I'm almost positive he's on another team. I think you could be right, though. I think it's just the Clippers. I think, I think, yeah. Why did I think he was on two, two, uh, not three? Yeah, I meant three teams. But he yeah, was he was on, on the Clippers and then he's been on the Thunder since. That was it. Because of the Paul George trade, right? Yeah. But, bro, like, if. 
I would I would so much rather be the Thunder, bro. And yeah. like, yo, I I like RJ Barrett. I wouldn't want to trade RJ Barrett for like Donovan Mitchell in a in a trade package. Yeah. Like I would like to try if I'm gonna give up RJ Barrett, it needs to be like along with other things to acquire a, a better guy than Donovan Mitchell. He's another guy who like come playoff time. He, he's he's a little too suspect for me. Yeah. You you don't he's he's gonna be a Nick. That's like the big name. Him but I'm not and, him and Zion, I think will be on the Knicks. But I'm not getting my hopes up until I see them holding the jersey. When they, I see them do that. Even if so, I'm not getting excited. Really? I've been here, bro, for almost two decades. I know what it is. The amount of times that we get our hopes up because a guy is, you know, this coach coached them in AAU and now he's on the Knicks staff and then they end up not coming yeah, here anyway. Like and my whole thing is like a guy like RJ, I don't, I don't dislike him. I don't think he's a bad player. He's, he's progressively improved every season over the three years. If you look, his numbers got better every year, and it, it's, it's like my frustration because you got a guy. Garland was drafted after him, All Star, should have won Most Improved. You got guys that were drafted before him, after him, around his age, that are All Stars and 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 superstars, mm-hmm. and it's like. Yeah, it's it's not him though. It's it's not him. It's just the Knicks. It, it, it's just my frustration with the Knicks. Mm. It is just. It's not. It's it's a lot of players that it's not just. It's not them. It's the organization, and that right. goes across all sports. I talk about it all the time. Like so much of your success is where you end up. When you get a shit hand, it sucks. And unfortunately, we root for a team who has a shit hand. Absolutely. So. Let's see, man. Hey, this was fun, yo. Was, I really, bro. I really like that Tatum and Luca discussion. I'm gonna listen back to that when I'm editing for sure. Yeah, that was good. I enjoyed uh, that. Thanks yeah, for coming think, on, dude. Of course, bro. Thanks for having me. I'm glad I, uh, I was able to come back. And you got a lot of stuff going on too. I'm happy for you, bro. The stuff's interesting, um, and you're doing well. So keep up the good work. Thank you, man. Yeah. Where, no uh, where can people find you? Um, Nick Dunbar, seven one eight. And um, hopefully we could do this soon. I need you to come up with some more. Who would you rather? Like I yeah, like redrafting I love, I love and stuff like that. We could do that. Yeah. All that. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. We can experiment around this time of the year too. Would you got- rather swim in a pool full of sharks? <laughs> <laughs> I was really intrigued by that. I'm trying to think of another one. A pool full of sharks, or a pool full of piranhas. Probably sharks. Why? Try to throw like a one-two at the nose <laughs> while I went yeah. the water. <laughs> Yo, uh, real quick. You know what I want to end on? You saw that shit that Drake did to that one fan that trolled him? Yeah. Isn't yeah. that the greatest troll of all time? Yeah, it's got to be up there for sure. It's got to be up there for sure. My issues with the girl, though. Like, not, 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 not like the way she handled it. Oh, she was like hyped about it. Yeah, like, <laughs> bro, you're not about to help me. You're not about to help me get bodied. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yo, she yeah. should have been clipped, bro. As soon as I seen her writing yo, out that IG thing, she'd have been so, clipped. So if you guys don't know what we're talking about, uh, Lethal Shooter on Instagram, he, he's pretty dope. He uh, does all these like crazy uh, basketball shooting drills and whatnot. And Drake wrote something on there. And then this fan like trolled at Drake. And then Drake responded something along the lines of like, yo, I'm going to take your like." He's like, I see you got a girl in the photo. I'm going to take her out to dinner or some shit. And then he ends up following her and then she's reposting it. And then he's, 
he's making light of it. Like, damn, son, Drake really followed my lady and whatnot. Yo, top three people you wouldn't want your lady left in a, at a party with. Like, that you would be like, damn, son, I, she's going to leave me for certain. I'm going to be honest with you. If you can, if you can take her, you can have her. So like All I right, would fucking I, cool guy. I, no, no, no. I'm I'm ser- like, but I'm serious. I wouldn't even like that. I'm telling you, bro. I'm really. I'm like crazy like that. Like I'm serious. <laughs> like if I feel threatened or like, yo, just go ahead. It's not even worth it. I will go. I will go. Drake is one. Yeah, obviously. Not not one he's, overall. He's but a he's, la- one of he's them. a ladies' man for sure. Drake, Bad Bunny. No, I'm not. I don't feel threatened by him. They love Bad Bunny though. Yo, soy fiesta, son. <laughs> Who's three? Leo. DiCaprio. He's creepy though. Your girl's getting took though. Hundred percent. I'm younger than he is though. I got I got I mean he's got money, but I got I got time on my side. He don't <laughs> He's got mad money, bro. He's, he's old as shit though. Start, he's got wrinkles and shit. His shit's starting to droop down there for he's sure. Been, he's been in the game for a he minute. He might have to pop one for his shit to work. A little blue chew. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Drake's probably one though, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Drake will be over. Jack Harlow? Nah, <laughs> nah. Yo, I hate that song. First class. I fuck with it. That song's awful. I fuck with it. He he he's corny, low key, and that's I feel Drake's corny a little bit too, like because he's Canadian. Like I'm a New Yorker. I like he's not a. You feel me? Like, <laughs> he just called all the Canada corny. Yeah, like I just, but that's just my opinion. I don't know. That's just how I feel. That's why he didn't get Rihanna and ASAP did. Mm. ASAP's from New York and he's from Canada. Talk to him. You feel me? That's Talk. what it comes down to at the end of the day. At Veterans Minimum, you can find everything for the show at Nick Day as tiny as you can find me. And we will be back later this week. Yo, follow us on YouTube. Check out some of the clips. And uh, subscribe to the Patreon. It goes a long way to building the show. Swag comes from within. That can't be bought. If you're corny, you're corny. No amount of money will cover that. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.